baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. His defense to be more sure tackling here in the second half. Couple tight ends, another burst. Oh, they got a foot race now with Cisco. There he goes. Look at the big man. Stefan. 10 5 out of bounds. He is a runaway freight train. That was Derrick Henry in what is probably going to go down as his final game with the Titans. He took the mic on the field after the game and addressed the crowd, which I'd never seen before, thanking them for all of their support over the years. Welcome back. We're Grant and Danny. This is the fan. Mike Vrabel fired by Tennessee. He went 54-45, and 12th best record in the NFL, so basically like a fringe playoff team in his six years in Nashville. Three playoff trips in six seasons, batting about 500 in that regard. And he did that, as Warren Sharp of Sharp Football pointed out, with this list of quarterbacks. 21 games of Marcus Mariota, 67 games of Ryan Tannehill, who he majored in, 8 games of Blaine Gabbert, 11 games of Malik Willis, 2 games of Josh Dobbs, and 9 games of Will Levis. So they have had somewhere between terrible and average quarterbacks. There was a season in there where... Tannehill, Tannehill played well, yeah. tremendous, and they just about went to the AFC champion or, or to the Super Bowl that year as an AFC championship game contender. But here's my problem: I don't think anyone would say he's not a really good coach. He is. He won about half of his games where he's been an underdog, third best in the NFL since 2018. My problem has been a. I think it's hard sometimes for the defensive-minded head coaches to lure the quarterback to figure out quarterback. Because on the free agent heap, guys are not, like, seeking those opportunities out mm-hmm. generally. They're going to work with someone on offense, number one. But number two, a lot of times the defensive-minded head coach isn't going to have a great quarterback situation or offense because they're dumping assets into and investing in defense. We saw this here with Ron Rivera. I just don't like how Vrabel, if I'm picking nits, like, views offense and strategy offensively which Sharp points out is probably the biggest sin, I think it's a pretty big one. Now, if they hired him, what would I say? My lead would be they just hired one of the better coaches in the league. He is a tremendous coach. I just think philosophically, I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. I'd like a tremendous coach who happens to be philosophically what I think the best way forward is. I think he's an amazing coach who isn't that. Like He is in that Mike Tomlin mold of, God, he's going to get a lot out of this team. He's going to be a great guy to have running your building. But look at the Steelers' offense and quarterback situation year in and year out. Yep. They can't quite seem to figure it out. And Vrabel te- seems to be heading toward that to me. So the my only counterpoints, because the larger sample points to what you're talking about, the one year where he got good quarterback play, they were second in the NFL in points. Scored almost 500 points over the course of a season in 2020. Now, everything was weird that year. I, you remember it. I remember it. We all do. But it shows me, potentially, because as a Vrabel advocate, there might be, if he's got the pieces, if he gets, you know, 
he's not going to get in the way. He's not going to say, well, we're, we're throwing the ball too effectively. Let's, you know, thump it on first, second, and third down and punt more so I can let my defense work. Like, they're capable of getting out and running and shooting and playing really good football, like modern NFL football, where they won the division back-to-back years with 23 combined wins over two seasons. I think he's so smart and so good that he'll play to what he's got. Like, I don't think he's one of these football cowboy type dudes. I know he's a tough guy and, and has standards, but I don't think he's just such a, you know, I don't know, a dinosaur where it's we're headbutting each other and we're going to try to win six to three and, and have an arm wrestling match at midfield. I think he's got to adapt to what he's got. I think what he's had the last couple of years has been dog crap personnel. Now, the, my question about him is how much of that is his fault? Is he, is he, are he, are he and Rand Carthen in the room going, definitely, we want this guy, this guy, that guy, because this guy, this guy, and that guy, we're all bad. Carthen. Carthen's not the problem. He's been there for eight minutes. It mm-hmm. was John Robinson, I Previous guess. Previous guy, yeah. You know, the guy before him who Rabel was really close with. But, yeah, I, I have the same question. I disagree a little bit on, like, what he prefers. My guess is he'd love to win 10-7 games all season long uh, rather than trying to open it up and make life a little more difficult on his defense. But, look, he'd be a great hire. I'd say the same thing about Jim Harbaugh, by mm-hmm. the way. And we'll talk about Harbaugh at 3 o'clock. But, like, Harbaugh, to me, would be an outstanding hire. He wins everywhere. Is it my perfect hire? No, I, I don't think perfectly it's a fit for what I'd like them to be doing. I want them to do what I think is you know, what works best in this league. And what works best in this league in a conference where six of seven playoff teams are offensive-minded right now and 11 of the last 12 coaches to coach in the NFC Championship game in this conference, the one you're trying to win in, 11 of the last 12, our guys who were OCs who called plays is to go in that direction. But this is different than hiring, say, uh, Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. which would not really excite me at all, as good a football coach as he is, because Vrabel's a star. I mean, it's a name. He is beloved for his success, not just you know for being well-liked. Like, the guy has had a really good six-year run, and he's done it, as you said, without great talent. But the problem is... When the talent was good, they were winning, or better, I should say. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years with bad talent, like great coaching, you masked that, and I think a lot of people expected them to be better this year. And the bottom I know fell I did, out yeah. a little bit. Uh, but the question is, where does he rank on your coaching list? And we'll get to the calls on this in a second. 800-636-1067. So I came into this process with my number one coaching candidate pretty well known. Who's that? It's Ben Johnson, the uh, offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson is still my number one option. Uh, my t- number two option they have not requested an interview with, and I think only the Carolina Panthers have at this point, interestingly enough, and that's Frank Smith, who is the offensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins. It's wide open after that. Like That's where I can... Start to have conversations about guys like Brian Callahan or uh, anybody else. But, you know, after that, I would say on equal footing, Mike McDonald, maybe Callahan, Vrabel, like he is in that second tier. Really, what I care about is my first tier, which is Ben Johnson and Frank Smith. After that, though, I will be excited about Mm -hmm. with some. I wish it wasn't quite like this. That's Mike McDonald. That's Mike Vrabel. That's Callahan. Bobby Slowick is in that category as well, where I don't think he's quite ready to be a head coach. 
but you got to get these guys sometimes a year or two early, not a year or two too late. So I'll I'll put him in that tier with Jim Harbaugh, by the way. Yeah. Harbaugh, who I, you can't get me after they hired Jim Harbaugh or Mike Vrabel to be upset. Those are leaders. Those are guys that are going to come in here and win football games. I would prefer them to really go full 2024 here and, and kick it with a young OC. Yeah. So rhetorically, I'm asking, what's the goal? Obviously, to win a championship and win multiple would be good for a long time. But with this process, to me, I want my I want my marriage. I want my GM, coach, quarterback. I want that triumvirate to begin here this year and to have that long-standing decade-plus Gibbs and Beathard type situation. Yeah. Right? So my favorites are kind of similar to you, right? The, the Ben Johnson seems to be kind of the golden boy. If I got Peters Johnson quarterback to be named later, that's my offseason. I'll, I'll see you guys, you know, around draft time. After that, a couple of the offensive minds I'm, I'm intrigued by. I'm excited. We don't know. We don't have a great idea. That's, there's still some uncertainty there. You're, you have to take that leap of faith. So you would have Ben Johnson over Vrabel. I would. Who you've called the best coach in the NFL at yeah. times. Then my next tier down, and it's not much of a drop, is that Vrabel, Mike McDonald, so you're Harbaugh type stuff. So you saying what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm shocked by that. Yeah. So I mean, I, to- As soon as I saw he got fired, I thought you would be breaking glass in case of emergency. I mean, you love Mike I Vrabel. I do. I love Mike Vrabel. So... You may you not don't be able- love him enough to just bring him here then. I mean, he's he'd be my probably my number two seed. But you prefer an unknown in Ben Johnson. I do. And it's be- I think the upside is so high with that, to your point, something that's going to work in 10 years. Well, like, the, the way I the way I th- think about him and, and offense, it feels like he's he's the next big thing. It feels like now you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket. Whereas I feel like there's I don't want to say a ceiling for Vrabel, but you're I think you're you're quant- you're quantifying it by saying it's an incredibly high floor. That's a great start for an organization that hasn't won in 30-plus years. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 